now presents Taffy McCallum. If you'd like to join in the conversation, call 624-0191 in Dade or 764-0707 in Broward. And now, here's Taffy McCallum. It takes a special breed of man to get these ponies across the roughest part of the Colorado River. Or to get that tug alongside a 5,000-ton super tanker. And when it's all said and done, you know you were the man in charge of bringing her home. Yeah, that's me. Y you? Yeah. Come on. Get serious. Hey. That's not you. What do you mean? You're like most beer drinkers. What? All you want is eight hours of football, a tub full of Fritos, yeah. and a couch big enough to handle you and your tush. Your big as a mountain. Tush beer. Big as a mountain. Beer belly. Big bottom. No problem here. Just have another keg of extra heavy tush beer. Tush. We're brewing the beer for the biggest part of you. Uh, tush. Your big as a mountain. Tush Breweries, say you leave Missouri. Okay, I thought that would be a good way to start the show today because I'm going to give you a great story about my trip to the proctologist yesterday. Carlos is on the line. Are you serious? Carlos. Neil. Is this Carlos or is this an imposter? Listen to the machine. I'm making a label. Okay. <laughs> Hear it? Now, Carl, now, Linda, you would like Carlos. Carlos is 17. <laughs> How old is she? How old are you, Linda? 22. 22. So what are you laughing about? Is 17 a bad age? Too young. No. You could kind of mother him a little bit. No, thanks. Neil, I make up. <laughs> what? I make up for the age. Oh, I... I... Oh, we got all these well-endowed callers this morning, man. At least, <laughs> all of at least an inch and a half. There's no question about that. Is this incredible or what? <laughs> I don't, I All right, don't now let me ask you, here's me. that Jeff Stryker picture. How do you think Carlos would measure up to that? Well, I've never met Carlos. No. What do you think, Carlos? He looks interesting, though. Who does? <laughs> oh, okay. the guy in the picture. Show that to her closely. I thought she'd be offended Oh, my by God. Her. She took one look at that picture. She said, oh, God, that's now, good. This yeah. is turning into a religious show already, Carlos. Now, this is part of the mail we get, we told you, Linda. Yeah, this just came in the mail yesterday. yesterday. Don't look at me like I go out and pick up that stuff. People you know? send us these. Oh, I'd like to pick that up, but uh, that's another story. I think Linda would, too. So how's your girlfriend doing, Carlos? All right. Had a couple of fights over the weekend. Uh-oh, did you hear that? Carlos had a couple of fights over the weekend with his girlfriend. There's a chance here, Linda. Well, <laughs> what were the fights about, Carlos? As if I were looking. The fights were about the fact that he called this show. See, I think that's what's happening. That's why these other guys are disappearing. Because their girlfriends hear about it, and they start getting threatened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well? She's very distracted. Yeah, she's really distracted with these pictures here now. Especially <laughs> that one that says, the pizza boy he delivers. Yeah. She is really nervous about that. She never saw pepperoni like that in all her life. Unbelievable. Yes, I have. Have you really? Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. So, in other words, this doesn't impress you at all? No. No? I've okay. shopped around before I stopped. <laughs> Probably at Winn-Dixie, no doubt. <laughs> Among others. <laughs> well, listen, Carlos, I want to reinforce what I told you the other day, and I hope it's not too late. Don't even think about what you were talking about. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm telling you. I know. I was at the proctologist yesterday, and I was thinking about you while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I was thinking about our conversation uh, that we had last week. 
I said to my friend Dr. Bendova, I said, listen. I said, I don't know what that thing is, but get it out of my body now, immediately. Oh, boy, I'll tell you, that's quite an experience. What? Not good. No, not good. I'm not into that kind of stuff, and I just don't understand these people who are. Believe me, that's not what God created that for at all. Right, Linda? Really? <laughs> yeah. Linda's married? Yes, her husband's right here, and he came in to protect her because he knew a lot of horny guys would be calling. Mm -hmm. Now, you got a girlfriend. You wouldn't mess around on the side, would you? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. How about that? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, he knows his girlfriend's listening. Does she listen to this show? No, I think she's sleeping right now. I didn't tell her I was going to call. Carlos, it's 10 to 11 in the morning. <laughs> what did you do, keep her up all night again? <laughs> Not that late. Well, why is she sleeping at 10 to 11? Well, I don't know, it's like 2 o'clock. She sleeps till 2? No, I said we were up till 2. Oh. Doing what? Talking. Good, that's good. <laughs> Talking out, ironing out your arguments, straightening things out, <laughs> so to speak. But you didn't do anything bad. I'm nothing bad. No, only good, right? <laughs> Let's hope it was good. <laughs> Linda wants a report. She wants to know, was it good for you? When? When? Yeah. What were we talking about? Last night when you were keeping her up at 2 o'clock. Naturally. What did she say? Last night what? When you were doing whatever you were doing till 2 o'clock, she wants to know, was it good? She wants a report. Oh, yeah, it was good. Good. That's excellent. <laughs> is it ever bad? No, I mean, what kind of a stupid question is that, you know? No, it's never been bad. Oh, good. That's excellent. Well, listen, go back to your labels, Carlos, and uh, it's nice to know that we have at least one loyal listener we can depend on. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. Okay. You know, the rest of these people are just like fly-by-night. You know, they're here today, they abuse, they exploit the show for a little stardom, and man, they're gone. But with you, you know, with that tough job you got with those labels, uh, we know we can count on you. How come you never let me come in? Would you come into the show? Yeah. I thought you worked, Carlos. Uh, I can get off. I mean... We I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I mean, I can come in. I, do, I, have my own, I have my own hours. Not only does he have a tough job where he puts labels on what, on garments? But he makes his own hours up as he goes along, you know? Oh, I'm not coming in today. i got to uh, go be on a radio show, you know. Tough job. What? Really? I said a tough job. So when are you coming in, Carlos? Anytime you want. See, he won't show up. No. Sure, well, tomorrow. I won't come today, but I'll come tomorrow. T tomorrow, tomorrow morning at 10. At 10? Oh, no, tomorrow at what, 11? We don't want you to get up too early now. How <laughs> about lunchtime? Noon would be great. Noon's good? Maybe we'll even get food. In fact, food is coming tomorrow. It is? That gourmet buffet. All right. I'm, I'm in. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> See, free food. Just feed him, yeah. <laughs> Sir, do you like seafood? Uh, um, In other words, if you see it, will you eat it? That's the question. <laughs> no, seriously, noon tomorrow, Okay. Do you, know where, do you know where we are? No, I uh, need directions. Not on the air. <laughs> no, not on the air. All right, we'll put him back on. You'll give him directions, won't you? Kyle will be delighted to give you directions because then he doesn't have to talk to anybody else. Okay, <laughs> hold on, Carlos. We'll say, are you really coming or is this just a put-on again? I, I will come. Don't okay, worry. okay, hold on.
Okay, that's on two. What do you think the odds are? We have are? another guest tomorrow. Well, we have a, a whole bevy of guests. Now, what do you think the odds oh, are? Oh, he'll be here. Be here. Food, yeah. yeah. Put bells on. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to feed you folks because <laughs> you uh, look well fed. <laughs> no, I mean over. No, not overfed. You just look just right. We don't want to uh, do anything to harm that. Miami, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Linda. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, another horny caller. I can. Oh, tell. Neil, cut it out. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> Listen, Linda. Yes. What does it What does it really feel like? I mean, when you when you came to those big pearly gates there at INZ, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you realized that you were going to meet this guy. I'm sure you were. You had some preconceived ideas as to what he was like. Is he like what you thought he would be, or is he different? Well, I've already, I've met him before. Oh, you met him today. before? Yes. Okay, yeah. so you already knew just about how See, he... See, Linda, Linda and I have a little thing going on the side that... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to... heard also? I don't want to talk about it on the air to ruin my image. <laughs> Did you meet the bird before? Excuse me? Did you meet the bird? No, before? no, I hadn't. Okay, so what do you think of him? If you, let me ask you, before, before you answer it, let me ask you this. Okay. Not married, okay? And okay. let's say you were strolling at the, uh, you're from Broward County, right? No, I'm in, from Dade. Oh, let's say you were at Dadeland Mall, and you saw this guy coming through Birdines with... Now, which guy is this? The bird? The bird. Yeah. Okay. Would he turn your head? <laughs> question. Huh? Well, even though I am married, Good some question. people, no, some I'm, men do turn my head. mind that. I mean, I'm saying if you were single... I mean, in your single days, of course, you remember your single days, Linda. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact. Okay, and then you saw the bird. I mean, if you saw him walking through bird eyes, you know, trolling or strolling, uh-huh. uh, well, would he turn your head or not? No. He would not. Okay. Hey, <laughs> 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 the other thing I want to ask you, Linda. He might, he might turn her stomach a little bit, but not her head. Okay, but... How do you feel about being there? I mean, this, is that the first time inside this of a radio This guy is station? excited, yes, isn't he? Yes, it he? is. He is. This guy is so excited, I'm telling you, he can barely keep it in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> how tall are you, Linda? I'm very short. You're very short. Yes, I'm 5'1". Compact five, one. and stuff. Excuse me? I said you're compact and stuff. You could say that. <laughs> She's not real short. She's just, uh, just right. Oh, just right. <laughs> how tall are you? I'm six feet tall. And you're how tall? About 5'1". Five, five, Five one. Oh, Wait a minute. Stand up short. a minute. Stand up a second. But I, yeah, I had high heels on. Yeah, but she doesn't look short. No. No, she looks just fine. She's a tall person. She's look. perfect for you. Okay, that's great. <laughs> well, Linda, I'm going over to the Bahamas <laughs> since Neil's trip is already taken for the Hawaiian trip. Uh, yeah, this sure. Guy, if I can bring my husband, chance of this no guy problem. would have gone to Hawaii. With I don't mind. You could you could definitely invite your husband. Hey, Have sounds no great. Now, how old are you? How old am I? I'm 24. 24. Now, that's a little more up your alley, right? Yeah. Um, yes, it is, but, um... I'd invite I you. Still Wait a minute. Now, don't close any doors yet, okay? No don't, problem. Now, just leave it all kind of open, and let's see where this goes. Why you know, bother? We, It'd be no problem. Her husband's getting a very surly look on his mm. face. Uh, but, uh, he knows better. No, he knows better. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll eat good food, and we'll have a, just a hell of a time. Sounds mm. great. What you say? Um... You can give Neil a call on my, uh... <laughs> While we're over there. I told you this guy was desperate. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, you can tell. What's your first name? He's willing to take my husband. He's Mark. <laughs> Another Mark? Yeah. Now, this is not the same Mark. No. This is a different Mark. This is the first time I've called you, really. Yeah. Really? Linda, what do you say? Come and on. And you just decide you'd call while I was here. Yeah, see, yesterday I was That's listening. Nice. Yes, I listen every day. But I, I, as yeah. I was listening yesterday, 
I bet a friend of mine last night that you wouldn't show up. Really? Oh, Mark. Oh, thanks. I bet him that you wouldn't show up. I could have told you there's no chance that Linda would not show up. Right. No chance. Yeah, but you know what you said, too, Neil. You thought maybe she's going to be just like everybody else that you invited or to call, at least, that never returned a call. What did I say to you this morning? You could go to the bank on yeah, it. Yeah, that you would show up. Okay, yeah. well... You were right. She's dependable. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Well, anyway, I want you to tell Major that I was at the um, Patti LaBelle concert this past Sunday. Yeah. And I met Sandra Santiago and... Oh! And what you get, Olivia Brown or whatever? Yeah. Wow. You better call Stan and no, drive him Stan. crazy. Stan. Yeah. I mean, I won't be here when he comes on. Oh, too yeah. bad. He'll be foaming tutors. at the mouth. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, we've, uh, you know, given you a little introduction now, and the rest is up to you. In okay. Fact, uh, Take it easy. Okay. <laughs> There you go, your first proposition of the morning. How do you like that? Well, listen, Linda's going to stick around here for a while, and uh, if you'd like to talk to Linda, we certainly invite your... They all want to talk to her. Isn't sure. that interesting? Not Nobody's interested in me, but I'm old hat here. 624-9400, there's an open line in date. Mike Wolf is here. He's going to be chatting with Linda after his news break. World News from CBS at 11, and we'll come back at 11.06. It wins, and Linda's a little bit upset because she expected a lot more stimulating callers. Am I quoting you correctly? Yes. She said she intellectually stimulated. a lot more intellectual stimulation. Now, so far, the first group of callers we've had would like to uh, be involved in a certain amount of stimulation, but not necessarily intellectual. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be no. intellectual. Well, we got a bunch of animals out there. Don't you understand it? They're just uh, walking hormones. And they all decide to call today. Exactly. Well, because they heard your wonderful voice and they started fantasizing. <laughs> I mean, that's been the topic on the station for days now. Fantasies. That's Fantasies. true. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting pretty old, right? You know, I mean, keep your fantasy to yourself, you know? I mean, exactly. It's like you keep your fantasy. I mean, if you're sitting there at home, uh, you know, fantasizing about Linda now because of her voice, uh, don't tell us about it. Really? Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't so, want to hear the Gordon Well, let's details. see. Now, maybe, wait a minute. Here's a woman called who said on 5A, and that has got to be in the Herald, of course. Yeah. On 5A of the Miami Herald today, or the Miami News Today? Oh, I don't think uh, we'll be able to get that. No way. It's... Can't get the news unless you live right next to the building. That's right. Doctor wants wins to pay for toilet radio. What? You know, what does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, I know you just passed another <laughs> message. I know. Just take the call. Doctor wants W-I-N-Z to pay for toilet radio. Man, it makes no sense. What does that mean? No sense. Weird. Well, okay, well, let's, let's get away from that. Let's get out of the toilet and back into our intellectual callers <laughs> oh, uh, like this one in North Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes. Am I on the air? Yes, sir. I am. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, good. Let me say First it again. Neil, let me say this. I used to listen to other talk radio stations. But I found, when I tune into your show, you are most intriguing. Your techniques are, are just second to none. I know. Stimulating, provocative. <laughs> That's what makes this show so exciting. Exactly. Unpredictable. <laughs> off the wall. I, I, I might bizarre, add. Bizarre. Perverted. <laughs> grotesque. I'm sorry? All of the above. That's correct. Okay. Good, okay. good adjectives, yes. Secondly, <laughs> yeah. the idea of having someone from your listening audience to appear. Maybe you want to do this on a regular basis. We're going to. we got Carlos tomorrow, and then uh, we understand Absolutely. Eric and Vicky will be here on do Thursday. Do you realize <laughs> what this would do to the rest of the stations? I mean, we got guys on the other stations that are screaming and trying to get people to call, and they're begging and pleading. Yeah. Here, it's the mystique that makes people listen. 
Exactly. And Linda's got a full board of calls. She hasn't even said anything yet. Absolutely. And this lady sounds great. I mean, she, she is sounds great. like she's a good-looking lady. She is. She's still there? Thank you. Thank you very much. Are you a resident of the community here, local resident here? Yes, I am. I'm See? born and raised. Where, where else can you go and get on talk radio and be a local resident? It's amazing. It it's absolutely great. is. <laughs> I want to ask one question. Well, if she would have been, if she, wait a minute, if she would have been from like Georgia, we wouldn't have put her on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's that guy there in the background with the, with the laugh? I, I never really caught his, his name here. <laughs> What's that? Is that? You mean the bird? Yes. Is that, that is that the bird? Yeah. Why do you call him the bird? Good question. Is there to any reason for, for to being see called him, the bird? Why couldn't he be called someone else? To see him is to know it, sir. Oh, really? Yeah. And he looks like a bird. He looks like Tweety Bird. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he laughs like Tweety Bird. <laughs> and he acts like Tweety Bird. So, so then the idea then uh, would be that to have him laugh, him to laugh, and have uh, the guest Linda to laugh yeah. would make for a great show today. Exactly. Just have him laugh for three more hours. <laughs> well, it, would be, it would be nice if we could just announce this and have people stand by with their tape recorders, have both of them laugh solid yeah. for 60 seconds. Could that be done? No. No? It how, about, how about 20 it's, it's, seconds? It's got to be funny. Yeah, it's right. got to be spontaneous. It's It'll gotta happen. Be, yeah, it's got to yeah. be happen. If they keep funny. the tapes rolling, something will develop, you know. Now, listen, I was listening to all these other callers when I, when I was hanging on here, and I was hoping you didn't, you didn't pick up the line because there, at the time, that I was calling, there was a maintenance man in my shower. And I didn't want to come on and say, wait a minute, i got to let this maintenance man out of my shower. Yeah. Because I knew I would lead myself into some, some murky water by yeah. saying that. Well, it's, you've, you've managed to manipulate the story very well, and that's a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. It's a good story. <laughs> one, other, one other question is this. I, know, I noticed you said you go to the track a lot. You go to Calder, is that correct? You bet. You, you play the uh, races there. You, you bet. You play no, races? I just go there and I watch, you know. <laughs> okay, do you, do you know how to handicap? Yeah. Do you get good tips? No. You don't? You get nothing. I see. Do you ever win? On occasion. I see. Like, you know, once or twice a year. I see. Okay. Have you ever worked for a national uh, TV network or a radio network or something? You have that voice like you've been involved in, uh, you know, like the NBC News guy that comes. Yeah, well, in, like a, uh, in a previous life, I was Chet Huntley. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, have a good time in the shower, and we'll see you later. Okay, the maintenance man is waiting on me. i got to get back here. Okay, give him my best. Okay, give me your best. Uh, here's, <laughs> speaking of the shower, isn't it amazing how this show just kind of flows along? Always. Here's Toilet a lady shower. in the shower. Hello. Hi. There she Hi. is. It's our lady in the shower. Hi. This is that intellectual stimulation you were waiting for. Oh, there she goes. She gets. Uh, she always gets right in midstream there. Oh yeah, so to speak. And uh, she. But it was a good call. Anyway. She was real good. Yeah. Oh was, yeah. Now, uh, Linda, were you stimulated by that? <laughs> do Do you Do you think I look like Tweety Bird? Why are you people getting me in the middle of it? No, be honest. Be honest. You yeah. know the cartoon, right, Sylvester? Right. Can't, you've had incredibly. Wait. Okay, the putty tab. You've had had incredibly um, honest answers so far. Well, I can't be anything but... Right. (laughs) So that's why I ask you. Oh, wait wait a minute. Before she answers the question, if somebody... Max will do it. Go in the programming office and get that glass, you know, with the Tweety Bird glass that's sitting on his desk. (laughs) See, it's much easier to make a comparison when you have the (laughs) photograph. Side by side. I don't want to have you make a snap judgment, okay? Well, you know, if you have an imagination, uh, 
Yeah. But now you're back to fantasies again. So. Right. <laughs> Wait till she sees this. I'm telling you. But it looks exactly like A it. dead ringer. Now, these are very important questions. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. here comes the glass. Very. Thank you so much, Max. Uh, yeah, take a look at the uh, frontal view. <laughs> See a striking resemblance <laughs> to the bird. <laughs> she's not saying anything. Uh, she's just laughing. Uh, he's on the desk. Her head is on the desk. Now she's on the floor. <laughs> Speak to us. Now, see, she said she couldn't laugh for 60 seconds. 60, 60 minutes now. Yeah, yeah. Just laugh right into that mic. <laughs> now you know, now, Linda, you understand why I sit here and laugh hysterically. Everybody <laughs> criticizes me, but how can you possibly sit here and not laugh? I mean, I would challenge anyone. It's unavoidable. That's to, true, it's to true. To sit here next yeah. to As long as you're a, not the kind of little, person that gets bothered about everything. Exactly. exactly. We have a little mirror in front of the bird over there, and he just sits and looks in it and laughs <laughs> all day. <laughs> I would challenge anyone to sit next to the king and not laugh. Wouldn't you agree? It would be impossible. I'm sure there would be some people who wouldn't. <laughs> well, yeah, on Miami Beach, perhaps we could find someone. <laughs> we could find I'll a candidate. Deal. But I'm talking about a normal, a living and breathing, you know, active person. You know what I, I mean. I wouldn't propose to be normal. <laughs> Everything's relative, Linda. <laughs> okay. Now you've looked at the glass. This is one of those. Uh, what does it you're say? You're right. You're right. What does it say at the bottom it of the glass? It says Tweety. Tweety. Yes. So we know who this is right. beyond a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a drinking glass, and it says it's got yellow pictures of the bird, mm -hmm. and it says Tweety at the bottom. Okay. And Pepsi on the side. <laughs> a little Michael Jackson influence there. Okay. Now what's what's the verdict? You're right. The spitting image. Oh. Close. Strong. Yeah, very reason. close. Yeah. Very close. Not just close. Very close. <laughs> like maybe twin brothers. <laughs> right? Hatched from Cousins. the same egg. Cousins, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cousins. Cousins hatched from the same bunch of eggs. Okay. There it is. <laughs> Holly Hollywood, what? Did we catch you in midstream here, sir? Oh, no, sir. Okay. Okay, I would like to say to Linda. Yes. All the people that have come up there. Uh, called you up and never said they were going to show up. She is the first person to do it. That's right. true. Yeah, uh, she's a great American. <laughs> he has a. No, I mean this is great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, get with it, girl. You know, and uh, uh, Neil. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did that mean? Get with it. <clears throat> what did that mean? Well, I mean, she should. She's starting to warm up now. Yeah, you can tell. You know, I mean, when she first came on there, she was sitting there awed by your omnificence. No, she's just sitting next to the bird, that's all. <laughs> oh, well, hey, the bird out of the bird. Well, I was just sitting here wondering what to expect, that's all. Well, hey, uh, but Neil, about my Miami Vice jacket, I'm another one of those people. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate to do that. You know how they cut the last pope? They took a pole. Oh, okay. No, but, uh... I, I, what number do I have to call to get Kyle and stuff, you know? Oh, they, no, not Kyle. Glenn, when he's off the, to find out about this stuff. Because I heard other people have had difficulties about this. And, um, I 
from now. No, what we're going to be doing is sending out uh, about a couple of dozen Marlon Bailey voodoo dolls uh -huh. with your own personal pins, okay? Uh, we're I've going to be pins. sending out those, and then once hey. everybody is finished sticking the pins in long enough and hard enough, that might just produce some results. He made this commitment, sir. Yeah. And, and we appreciated the commitment at the time, which was very great. Much. It was great. And more than I can tell you, I appreciate all the great, generous things. However, if you're going to make a commitment, you've got to follow through. And unfortunately, hey. we've got a whole bunch of people, I don't know how many, I mean, it's, uh, you know, who knows how many at this time, who are just foaming mad at us. I'm mad at you, Neil. Huh? Yeah. I'm not mad at you. Okay. Well, I'm glad there's one. You want to take my cat to Hawaii? <laughs> no, leave noodles here, sir. <laughs> well, no noodles. We got sweetie pie and pumpkin head and the weasel. You, uh, you can no, call. Oh no, really going? Uh, now you can call me on the business line after two. Number is it? Uh, six two four six one zero one. Six two four six one zero one. Six two four six. Six one oh one. Right. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Excellent, sir. Good work. All right, Linda. Yes. All right, you're on there. Yeah. You're, you you are encapsulating all the feelings of all the people that want to be on Neil's show and just look at him and Both of look them. at it and just keep your hands off his legs. Well, I'm not sitting close enough to him to do that. She'd have to have pretty long arms. He's not that type of guy. Yeah. All right, Neil, we love you. I'm sitting here with my Jeff Stryker picture, sir, so just leave me alone. Well, stop squeezing your weasel and get to work. Okay. <laughs> good luck to you, sir. Okay, good. And uh, good luck with your jacket, because uh, what can I say? Yeah. Depressing, isn't it? Very. Okay. Of course, uh, we're, what? One thing I notice about the callers is that they they tend to not really react to what you're saying. Right. They kind of oh, have a list of what way. they want to say. Exactly. And they, they have say their own it. agenda. And whatever you say, they don't want to go with it. Right, yeah. right. It's, I, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, if you're going to call somebody, you should react to what they're saying. You should listen no. to what they're saying. Yeah. No. That's yeah. called a conversation. Exactly. We don't have conversation. <laughs> no, no. Nowhere near. We just have a bunch head. of horny okay. people out there, including the woman in the shower. <laughs> yeah, we, I think one of the guys that called early, was it the second guy that really sounded super horny? Oh, but He desperate. sounded worse, more desperate than Stan. It was the, the one, one yeah. The one to the Bahamas? Yeah. Was that the no, one? No, that was the third one. The second one. Boy, second she's keeping one. track. She's taking oh, yeah. notes. Yeah. If we could get him together with a lady in the shower. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's what it's going to take. Ooh, I always enjoy her calls, by the way. She's very good. Always, we, uh, always look forward to your steamy calls. That's right. 20 minutes after 11 at WINZ, we're going to come back with Linda. Everybody in the world wants to speak to her. Nobody wants to talk to me anymore. And, of course, or me. as they say around town, we have become passive. Deep Throat is next. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Deep Throat, your mother called here the other day. She really? Did you hear that call? I Miss, didn't. Mrs. Throat. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, she wants you to call her. Really? What did I, what did I forget to make my bed? Yeah, she said uh, you call here and you call all your friends, but you never call her. Have you called her lately? I'll have to do that. Yeah, would you please? Oh. That sounds like something my mother would say. For exactly. Me? She was good. Uh, we enjoyed talking to her. Will you call? Honest? Yeah, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. She I called uh, Stanley. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anyway, Linda's got, like, the best voice this side east of Kathy West. Thank you. She surely sounds good. Yeah. But she should uh, put an ELL at the end of her name, like Budell, Rantel, Spindell. <laughs> <laughs> Lindell? <laughs> okay. <laughs> to do, you know. And, uh, Neil, I think you should have Carlos and Adam on the same day. That's a, a good idea. That way you can kill one bird with two callers. <laughs> oh, boy. About your proctologist visit. Yes. 
don't complain about the exploratory device with the camera on the end, okay? Be thankful you live in this day and age, because before transistors, those TV cameras had large glass vacuum tubes. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and also, there's all these matcha guys that have, are called up and uh, they promised to come on your show and they never show up. Yeah. You shouldn't be insulted, okay? They promised their girlfriends the same things, okay? <laughs> and never deliver. The story. Yeah, well, you know what they say, no equipment, no delivery. Well, listen, it's great hearing from you. But one thing on closing. And call your mother, yes. Good news and bad news. The weather in Hawaii is great. That's the good news. The yeah. bad news is Marvin Bailey is the one that's promised those tickets to the station. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Okay. Bye, Neil. Well, listen, I never wanted to go there anyway. <laughs> Although there are some things in Hawaii... <laughs> Now, see, she's smiling at that picture. Show her that picture close. That's a young Hawaiian man with a lei around his neck. You so know, you do get laid when you go to Hawaii. They put, <laughs> you the plane, they put that right around don't, your neck. Don't uh, interrupt, would you please? We'll let you know when we want you to squawk. Sorry. Now, don't turn it over on the other side to read it. I just want you to look at that picture and tell me what you think. He's good looking. Okay, let's go to uh, <laughs> attractive. Yeah. Sensuous. I don't know. He has too many muscles for me. I don't like. I don't like old. Uh, you know, it's just a little too much. Mm. Just a little. You okay. Know. Well, I'm glad I won't have any competition. Just a little. Okay. Well, I'm glad I won't have any competition. Did you ever see the movie The Time Tunnel with James Barron? <laughs> You're in the sound tunnel on winds. You're in the sound tunnel on winds. God, I hope we don't run into Noodles the Cat in here. If this goes on long enough, we all get swept up in the sound tunnel, and we go back into a different age. And we, when we uh, come out, we'll be on KDKA in Pittsburgh in 1920, <laughs> doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's real weird. <laughs> So, Linda, you see uh, what kind of an audience you're talking to now. 74 WINZ. Let's. We have another break to do here, I assume. And uh, I should have let that go. We could let that go on forever. No. Maybe you'll call back. We'll be right back. Okay, we just, uh, we're going to build a monument to Kyle right now. Can you believe Mickey Dane called here not once but twice? <laughs> And I asked Kyle, what did she want? He said, I don't know, because as soon as she said her name, I hung up both times. <laughs> An award-winning performance. That's the way we like to handle her. What does she need me for? To promote her, uh, her psychic experience? With Elvis? Her seance with Elvis. <laughs> you know what she's going to find out? That in a previous life, Elvis was Jack McDermott. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. <laughs> Somebody in Hallandale has the Miami News, and I can't wait for this. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, hello to you and Bert and to Linda. Linda, you sound awfully lovely. Thank you. And uh, um, not all gentlemen are uh, 
think below the belt. But I that's know that. The point. I know. Uh, this, this article here is uh, by a, a cardiologist. His name is uh, Bart Heffernan of Pompano Beach. Oh, no. Oh, you got to be kidding me. And he says he has formed a committee to mo promote First Amendment rights and obligations in in. Oh, so in other words, now we find that he's the one behind this. He's been doing this for years, trying to get me off the air, this idiot Bart Heffernan. But you haven't heard the best part of it yet. He says, I think the station is irresponsible. I don't want to hurt them, but I just think they need better programming. And then yeah. he... And he Why, well, listen, wait a minute. Why doesn't he work on the programming of all the other stations that got, like, one shares? Why doesn't he work on them? Well, because you're popular, Neil. Yeah. And this guy, he's not popular. You know, he's a quack. That's the problem. He is a quack. He's an idiot. Listen to this. Heffernan's group has taken out advertisements in The Voice, mm -hmm. the newspaper of the Archdiocese of Miami. So, you know, right there tells you where they're going. Good. Well, I'm glad that uh, we know for sure now it's Bart Heffernan and he's out of the closet because he is a cardiologist. He does have a uh, practice. He has a office. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that if people any of his patients call live, him up though? there and... Huh? Has any of his patients lived, though? Well, that's a good question. Uh, but anyway, if there are people who want to uh, call Bart Heffernan up in Pompano Beach and uh, take issue with him on the, uh, you know, the ad and the voice and his interfering with this radio station, uh, they certainly are free to do it. Well, I would think that would be a good idea. May I say something to Linda? Go ahead. Yes. Uh, Linda, uh, I'm an older gentleman. I'm not older, but I'm 38, and uh, I find that young women at your age, married or not, are uh, interesting for the simple fact that they... Uh, uh, they still have uh, interest in life. They haven't been turned around by a number of different uh, men. I hope that you and your husband live a long and happy life. Thank you. And uh, it's nice that you sound vibrant and interesting and friendly, and don't worry about all these chumps that are... I try to be. Miami's a rough place for men, you know. You have to understand. <laughs> because, uh, I thought it was right. a paradise. Not, I don't know. Unless you're, unless you're a lesbian or have a lot of coke, you've got no shot. I can, yeah, that's probably true. But, so uh, uh, that's all I had to say. And uh, Neil, you had a great show. You got you people all sound like you're having a wonderful time today. We are. We are. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Okay. How do you like that? Great caller just mm -hmm. before the news break. It's nice. Yeah. Wasn't mm -hmm. he great? Mm-hmm. First one today. <laughs> what? what? You're whispering. <laughs> what are you whispering now? What was that? Is it the first one today? Oh no! First. Come on. <laughs> Adam over there on Key Biscayne was a great caller. Okay, listen, we're at the end of this hour. We do have one open line in Dade, 624-9400. Linda's going to be here at least another hour, right? Oh, yeah, you'll stay I'll be here as long as you want. As long as we want her, until we kick her out. Yeah. yeah. Mike Wolf is back with the headlines. And, oh, if she stays another hour, you know who will be here, right? I know. Look out. And then we'll Lord. come back at 12.06. No, she what, sit on my face? No, 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 no. I just wanted to ask you, did you hear that on the radio when Neil was, was playing it? No. Oh, you didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, there was a line in the song, you see, it had to be, be taken off because they felt that it, it was in poor taste. You sure you should repeat it? I happen to like poor taste. Anyway, but there was, uh, you know, because it's all what you think. What does 69 mean? That's just two numbers. But when the, the guy I mean, said, even Adam said he was 62, right? Exactly. Now, so no, but when someone idea? says, you can tell where I've been by the smell on my chin. Now, what would you be <laughs> referring to? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Are you saying uh, we're, getting a lot of, we're getting a lot of crank calls in date after Mickey Dane called and you hung up on her? Maybe those are psychic crank calls. Isn't that bizarre? we got three open lines in Dade, by the way, if some real people want to use them. 624-9400. That Mickey boy, I think she put a curse on the show now. I think we're in a lot of trouble. Psychic crank calls. Exactly. It's a new uh, wrinkle on that. Absolutely. Psychic crank huh? Hey, Neil, you know what? What? 
I'm allowed to tinkle on you. You know why? Because you always say, all you tinklers out there, and yeah. that's my last name. <laughs> well, then he is allowed. We found a real tinkler yeah, anyway. Well, then you great. are definitely legit. Okay. Just, so every time I hear the radio, I say, all those tinklers... I think you're just talking to me. I guess I'm allowed to tinkle on you then. Okay, well, have a wonderful tinkle, will you? I'll read it there. Okay, there he goes, Mr. Tinkler. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. And hi to the rest of the people in the audience. I'm not sure how many uh, are out there right now, but uh, I wanted you to know that we'll be calling your buddy, Dr. Hepburn, uh, as soon as I get off the phone with you. Yeah, tell him we hope he has a wonderful day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure with his wallet he does his best, but... Uh, as far as the subject of desperate guys, I was just going to suggest for any desperate guys listening that they move to Atlanta, you know, if they're having a hard time. That goes to you guys, too, because I hear it's a pretty liberated uh, sexual taste up there, although I never had any experience with the other kind. Uh, I'm not putting it down, of course. Well, wait a minute. With the other kind? That was kind of an interesting choice of words, wasn't it? Well, the other... Well, you know, the More other like the position, same kind. However you, want to, uh, however you want to put it. Oh, I see. But anyway, uh, and I think that you guys should move your show to Atlanta, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fine with me. You'd eliminate, uh, you'd eliminate this decrepit ancient audience that, that's constantly boring people. And plus, you'd get away from Stan Major, you know. Yeah, well, we're trying to do that. <laughs> I think it's an insult to your show to, you know, for, for you to be followed up by the guy. Personally. Well, now, why do you say that? Why do all these people lately, it's become a new hobby to take shots at Stan? voice is so dull. It, you know, it seems like if he wasn't working for a radio station, his life would be about the dullest thing you could see. <laughs> I mean, just by listening to him, listening to his opinions, these ancient opinions that God knows where he got them. Well, I guess he got them from his parents, but we can't bring them into it. That's, that's too personal. But I don't know. I just want to tell you you're doing a great job, and uh, keep up the good work. Okay. Okay? Adios. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Ripping stand to shreds there like I that. I know. God. Now, why are you squealing now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like Miami Vice either, do you? You never watch it, and you think Don Johnson's a jerk. Well, I don't, I don't think he's interesting at all. No. Not your type. No. Well... No. <laughs> yeah, basically, not no. Not even near it. He's not <laughs> anybody's type. Not even near He's a sleazebag. He's a slimeball. I wouldn't know ball. what you call him. Well, look really? at right on the poster, the 8x80 uh, poster that stands <laughs> out on the wall there. He's, a, he's just a slime ball. And there's many more pictures of him in my office. Oh, yeah, they're all over the building. Really? Stan is plastered my bulletin board with pictures from Miami Vice. He's got that Don in the box. He's got everything. <laughs> Plantation, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I was wondering, since you uh, having a couple of horny Cubans on for Wednesday and Thursday, if you'd be interested in having a not-so-horny straight Jew for Friday. A straight Jew on Shabbos. Boy, wouldn't that be something. Well, of course, it'd have to be before sundown, obviously. So. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's strange people. This guy sounded... Oh, well, maybe we could answer the question about how come Jews are sexless. Tell me. No, I don't mean... I don't suggest that I have the answer, but I said maybe we could work on the answer to the question. Oh, maybe. Perhaps. Because you know it's true. Oh, I mean, that's no, no. not a shot. I mean, it just happens to be a fact that most Jewish people are asexual. Really? Well, yeah, that's part of our upbringing. We're taught that uh, it's just a necessary evil and that there are more important things in life. Wow. Yeah, like, like religion. <laughs> no, like becoming a doctor or a lawyer, something like that. 
<laughs> or I'd Storm Mother Callus. Or if you live in Hallandale, of course, going to the early bird. But that's <laughs> another story. Country off Just again. a joke, Sonny. Don't get upset. That's Sonny Rosenberg, man, I'm telling you. Okay. So, uh, how's Linda doing? Excuse me? Fine. This is a frustrated, this is a frustrated young Jewish male. How old are you? 20. 20? Yes. Oh, boy. Isn't You're a younger sad? man. That's really sad, you know, growing up in a world like this is today. Well, um, if you don't you? like it, change it. How old are you? I'm 22. Well, that's not that much of a difference. No. Yeah. See, one thing about Now, what's your first name? Evan. Evan? Mm-hmm. You're not a what Christopher. Kind of, what kind of a goyish name is that, Evan? <laughs> what can I tell you? You know, it, it was an accident of birth. I used to know an Evan. Uh, <laughs> but one good? thing about Evan is that he's not threatening to you in any way, shape, or form because he's Jewish. I'm, I'm not a threatening guy. <laughs> he's been he's been taught that uh, that's only you know for procreation, which the Jews don't do well anyway. <laughs> Maybe once a year, like uh, the day after Sukkot, something like that. Although Sukkot is coming up soon, so I'd watch him, but... <laughs> am I right or am I exaggerating? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, see? Just a little bit. I hope you're not sexless. Me? Yeah. I, I think not, no. That's good. No, it's... It's a, it's a nice dimension to life. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> How long have you been married for? I've been married two years. Okay. You got married pretty young pretty young. Yes and no. I've heard younger. Yeah, except these days you see people seem to be getting married a little bit later. What an intellectual I mean, my mother got married when she was 19. This is great. But that was quite a few number of years ago. Yeah? I thought they were getting married younger. Earlier. Well, a lot of my friends are not even seeing anyone. It's kind of like no one's really interested in going out with people. Yeah, they're kind of like seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> at, at that age, that's real sad, yeah. really. I told you. Well, then again, with the things that are going around these days. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Are most of your friends Jewish, Evan? Uh, it's about half and half. Yeah. It's about half and half. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Linda is desperately searching for a Christopher. A Christopher? So therefore, you have, you're not eligible. And that counts me out. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, I told her about Chris, that 11-year-old from Mississippi that was on the show last week. <laughs> and her eyes bugged And out. her eyes just yeah. came flying out of her forehead. <laughs> you would have liked him, Linda, really. He was very impressive. Yeah. He was. You heard him? Did you hear him that day? I didn't, no. The, the, the 10 and 11 year uh -huh. old? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. He was great, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was non-threatening. No, now, don't make faces. He was great. <laughs> I'll guarantee you, you could have had a much more stimulating conversation with him than most of the people you've talked to so far today. No, that's a fact. Trust me. That is that's a true. fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Just because they have jobs like putting labels on garments and stuff like that. Exactly. Now, don't knock Carlos down. Don't, don't scare him off. He's going to be great tomorrow. You watch. You should put him on both the same day, though. No, no, no. We want we want Adam in here alone on Thursday <laughs> with his fishnet uh, jersey, whatever he's wearing. Yeah, he'll wear his tight pants so you can see his bulges. If he has Now, any. wait a minute. Evan, <laughs> did, a, did a nice Jewish boy just make a disgusting remark? Did you hear what he just said? Well, that's, you know... It, oh, I can't believe you said such a thing. <laughs> Don't you know that Jewish boys are supposed to wear loose, baggy pants? Me? I wear pants like Emmett Kelly. I mean, they're like four feet wide because you're, when you're Jewish, you're brought up, you wear clothing like that. You don't wear anything tight. So God forbid something might, uh, you know, get stimulated. <laughs> have you ever been to back streets? Yes, I have. Have you? Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that most of the people there are Spanish? 
That's true. See, yeah. all, all these straight people took over. Everybody was doing just fine at Pine Street. <laughs> all these pain-in-the-ass straight people. I, oh, was, I was there when you know, it was too good a, It's too good of a place. Now, we'll go there and beat all the fags up and kick them out, you know, and oh, now we'll, well take it over. <laughs> Shame on you. Well, that's the Spanish people. They have this macho thing that they feel they need to beat up on people they don't understand. Not all. No. Spanish people. I mean, there are a lot of Americans that are like that. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of rednecks who are like that. A lot that, of people right. that, you know, feel intimidated by different things. You know, just because it's different, right. they have to um, Although I will freak say, out. I will it. say this. Most of those Hispanics are willing to try it. <laughs> <laughs> At least once or twice. Trust me, Evan. <laughs> I, I take, trust. It from, take it from somebody who knows. Yeah, that's why they went to Baxter. Well, listen, it's been one. great hearing from you. I hope you had a good, uh, safe tish above. Oh, thanks a lot. And have a great circus and uh, have a good life. I'll keep you in mind. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> 21, uh, 21 past noon at WINZ, and we'll come back right after this. Okay, it's uh, 1225 at WINZ. Neil Rogers with you till 2. Stan Major will be along at uh, 2. Philip the Proctologist is on the phone. I can't believe Hello. It. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I lied to Carl. I'm not a proctologist. Okay, that's all right. You just wanted to get on right away. That's exactly it. Okay, in other words, call, in other words you're, you're just these, another... Uh, he doesn't want to straight guys volunteering themselves to be on your show. Yes. How about a token gay? How about a what? A token gay. Well, how do you know that some of these so-called macho guys aren't, uh, you know... Well, I guess I'll find that out if I listen to the show, but at least I'm volunteering to come on and admit where I'm, I'm coming from. I'm too old for Hawaii, but I'm under 30. What do you mean you're too old for Hawaii? You mean... You're well, you said to 18 to 25. Oh, okay. Well, I've al Hawaii's already spoken for. Well, that's John. Yeah, I understand that. John. Everybody's I John. I might change your mind, but I doubt that. This guy sounds like about 50. 50? Yeah. 28. 28? Yep. And I have a very dull job, so it's very easy for me to get off. You say what? I don't Does he sound 28 late. to you? Speak. Say yeah. something. Boy, she all of a sudden, what did you do to her out in the hall? <laughs> no, I kind of like to think first before I make a response. Yeah, but this is you know, radio. They can't, hear, they can't hear you thinking. And they can't see it when you nod your head, exactly. As <laughs> <laughs> She nods her head again. <laughs> Just remember that. It'll help. Yeah, he, he sounds sweet. Okay. Well, if you say so. I mean, I don't really care how old anybody is. You can be on the show if you're, uh, you know, 16 or 100. I don't care. As long as you're fun and interesting. Fun and interesting, I will be. Okay. Matter of fact, you can kind of bring me out. Not literally, but I mean, you know, bring out my fun side. This guy sounds, I'm telling you, this guy sounds old. Very. Very old? Well, yeah. that's because I've been hanging on the phone for 45. I've gotten 45 minutes old just trying to get a hold of you. This guy's not 28. No, mm -hmm. that's and, true. Uh, How did I hear it? Now that you hear his hears voice it. a little more. Yeah. Well, why would I lie? Well, you lied once already. You said you well, were a proctologist, and now you're turning out to be just a pain in the ass. Not the same thing. Close. Well, listen, Philip, it's been great talking to you, but uh, I'll give it some consideration. Have a we got to think life. about him. Yeah. I mean, I would have said yes, but... Um, Philip. Yeah, I think Philip might might age dramatically between the time <laughs> and the time he came in on the show. We're desperately trying to find your Christopher Linda, but uh, yeah, if there's any uh, do so much. Now I'm curious about one thing. Okay, well I'm curious about a lot of things. One of them is when Carlos comes on tomorrow, assuming he shows up, and Adam on Thursday, or if either one of them shows up.
If now, will all the young ladies be calling in, or is it yeah, just going to be all radio. these, uh, you know, homosexuals out there? I mean, God forbid we get homosexuals calling on the radio. It depends. Oh, by the way, Dr. Heffernan's number, in case you were getting a busy before, is seven seven two. 2136. Evidently, Dr. Heffernan's unhappy with the state of talk radio in the market, and maybe he'd like to do his own talk show. So if you'd like to call him, 772-2136 in beautiful Pompano Beach. Of course it's Pompano Beach. It always is. Yeah, that's where all, you notice that's where all the flack comes from, 99% of it, in all circles from him. And I'm really happy he's out of the closet now, and the story is, you know, in print. So we know, I mean, now I'm relieved, to be honest with you, not that I was concerned, but I'm just relieved to know that we know the source, because this guy's been doing this stuff for years. He's obsessed with this show. Doesn't want to mention my name in those ads, you know, right. just W-I-N-Z mm -hmm. and talk host and so on. Yeah. Very generic attack on the hosts. Always. But boy, he would do anything to get me off the air, you know? Why? Because he's a right-wing nut. God. He's a maniac. Obviously. How'd you like to have him doing open heart surgery today, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Think about it. Yeah. God. Probably the one that kills everyone. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> don't say it again. He said it off the bat. No, we don't so. mean that. That no. was only a slip of the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> only maybe one out of two. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, hello. Yeah, how you doing today, Okay. Neil? Hey, uh, listen. Uh, Wait a minute. Is this Jeff Stryker? No, it's not Jeff. Okay. Sorry. All right, uh, Linda seems to be doing fairly well, but if she's going to break into this market, I think you ought to give her the test that every DJ has taken. And what is that? Uh, see if uh, see if she can smile without showing her teeth. <laughs> I'm not really interested in breaking into this market. You're not. No, it's 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 uh, tough. I'm interested in this market. If you can still pass the test, I may have a job for you. Well, wait a minute. What market is this? Winn-Dixie or Publix? <laughs> uh, it, is, it is a form of a meat market, no doubt about it. I think you're being propositioned here for a big-time job. <laughs> I mean, big-time. Now, time. if you play your cards right, I can get Stan Major to introduce you to Michael Talbot, who will take your pictures and give them to Don Johnson, who will... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yay. God, yeah, that, yeah. Sounds that, that sounds thrilling. And you saw what Don did to his girlfriend at the end of A Boy and His Dog. You saw that, right? They mm -hmm. gagged all over her. Yeah. Ew, really? I want to see that, but I missed oh, it. Oh, you should see that. He's no good for this market. She believes everything she hears. Yeah. <laughs> she's got to be. A, she's got to work on being a lot more cynical. I don't want to be. Why not? Well, she's young and innocent. I don't like you being, I like Give being her young a little and innocent. Bit exactly. I mean, those of us who are older and... Uh, Cynical. Cynical. No, I think when I get older, I still want to stay young and well, innocent. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's been tough. It's been tough. Big feeling of power? Excuse me? You want to have a big feeling of power? A big feeling of power. Yeah, take the telephone and then just press the button, call him a douchebag, hang up, call him a jerk, hang up, call him a jerk, hang up. Do well, it. I'm not really interested in a power play. You're not? Mm-mm. No. You kind of like being taken advantage of, huh? Oh, here it comes. See, he took, um, little, he took see, some little shots at me there, but now he's starting every, to everything cozy in moderation. up to Linda. Everything in moderation. Well, I believe in being in the middle somewhere. At you, Neil. What's that? Nobody took a shot at you. No, I'm, I know that. <laughs> it was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right up your alley, right? <laughs> right, so to speak. Excuse me? That's what uh, Phil the proctologist said. Yeah. <laughs> We seem, we seem to have a lot of proctologists out there today. Uh, Let me ask you, Linda. Uh, yeah. 
I happen to be a token white. Uh, I live off of my uh, parents' money. I live in a condo, drive a BMW. Wow. Uh, I think I think all priests are faggots. What do you think? Oh, this is this guy again. That's all priests are faggots? But I will say this. Well, that's, that's very you're general. Improving, wait a minute. You're improving your act, though, considerably. Am I really? Yeah. It, it's not really you're smart me, you're to generalize. Well, there's one thing we do agree on. Sonny Fox is a douchebag. You bet. Uh, absolutely. I'm working on them ratings. Um... Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, like I'm really going to let that go on that the air, right? That go on the air, no. Linda. I had not thought of you, by the way, as idealistic before he mentioned that. Would you consider yourself idealistic? No. no. And you're not cynical. You're somewhere in between, yeah. actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that last guy has been drinking too much birch beer. I do, too. Too much birch <laughs> beer at Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> they still have birch beer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they do. By the way, speaking of Wendy's, I want to uh, do about three and a half hours on Fuddruckers now, if you pardon that expression, that may be actionable. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you how bad the eating situation is in Plantation, how few places there are to go. They opened a new Fuddruckers about two, three months ago. Fuddruckers. You don't, don't repeat it, okay? You don't have to repeat it. <laughs> no, that's an interesting name. Yeah, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. In fact, if you, I was thinking of going to their neon sign and removing some of the letters. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, you go in there and you give your order. The place is just packed. I mean, like, from the time they open at 11 in the morning till whenever they close, it is packed. You'd think they were giving the food away. You go in there, you give them your order, and you sit, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and you yeah. wait like a lifetime That's for right. a hamburger. Yeah. A hamburger, okay? And um, then you put all that stuff on, you know, the cheese mm. and the nacho cheese and all that other stuff that sits outside all day for like, you know, hours and hours and congeals and gets real good. <laughs> and you take it home, and I'm going to tell you something. If there's anybody in the audience who hasn't had a good BM, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> within, within three hours... <laughs> It'll be like the San Andreas Fault in California. There'll be earthquakes all up and down the coast of Florida. I'm telling you. Now, maybe that's why they're doing such a booming business, because we do have a lot of people down there, but they seem to service. be a lot of young people in there. It's a service, maybe. Oh, man, I'm telling you, that place... And maybe I'm allergic to something in there. Um, well, perhaps. Boy. Better than popcorn? I mean, oh. <laughs> better than a neutron bomb, I'm telling you. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And, and the place is just jammed, and they stand on line in there. 30, 40 deep at dinner yeah, hour. It's unbelievable. And this is a hamburger place. You've never been to... Does that tell you about the haute cuisine in the plantation? Really? Boy, what a desperate place. I love plantation, don't get me wrong, but the food there, it's a nice place to visit, but you wouldn't want to eat there, let's put it that way. What is Joanna doing up there, looking like she knows where she is? <laughs> She's waiting to hear Sonny Fox call in from his mobile phone. Oh, here comes the She message. doesn't want anything to do with Sonny Fox. She can't stand him. She lives in the control room. We know that. <laughs> oh, you live in Plantation? Have you eaten at Fuddruckers? And you like it? No, okay. Shaky. Yeah, she's starting to redeem herself a little bit now. A little bit. Yeah, until she came in this morning and said she loved Miami Vice and just spazzes over Don Johnson. She's got her Don Johnson blow-up doll at home yeah. and <laughs> been doing just wild things with Don. True. Yeah. She has odd taste. She calls him her little shaver. <laughs> okay, a call from oh, Kendall ought to perk this show up. Hello. Uh, hello, Neil, 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 Neil. Help, help, help. I'm stuck, stuck, stuck in you and your, 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 your sound on. 
Are you a little nervous here, sir? Are you a little nervous? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm just, 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 still, still. Okay, now wait a minute. Listen. Listen, do you have a job? No, 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 right. Okay, now listen. I'm going to give you the phone number for WIOD. They have an opening for tacos. I'm serious. But, 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 I can't, 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 can't get, 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 get out of this, 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 <laughs> you were right. A call from Kendall will yeah, pump I knew that Kendall could really bring us out of it. Yeah. Are you going to straighten out, or is this going to go on? In it, it'll straighten out. I just, okay. I just had to. Well, we don't want to know about your personal life. We just want to know about the call. Um, I really got to say. In I, fact, it sounds to me like it just did straighten out, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> um, the, your show is great, and I don't know what all this gripe is about Kyle. Kyle is a wonderful guy. I mean, he's very quick and blunt to the point. But, uh, he, he would like you to know that he agrees with everything you just said. He, you know, he's never been nasty to me. He's never been, uh, you know, abrupt at all. No. He's always been very nice. And I got to say, your show just gets better and better and better and better. I listened to you years ago. Really? And well, you don't sound that old to me. Well, I'm 24. 24. That sounds very good. And, you know, then I... I mean, the hell, with Linda, the hell with Linda now. You know, it's about time that I started getting a little uh, intimate with some of the callers here today. <laughs> um, Just a joke. Now, don't take it seriously. I don't want you to start stuttering again. Um, but I really, really do enjoy the show. It's, it's, you know, it's better than television. It's better than anything. Well, almost anything else. Almost better than sex. I know. Yeah, well, of course. Um, and if you're Jewish, <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not Jewish. Uh, I know that. Not if you live in, now. If you lived in West Kendall, you'd probably be Jewish. No, I live in East Kendall, I guess. Whatever it's called, I. Um, but uh, well, I recently started. Well, wait a minute. You, wait a minute. You live close to Jay Byron's. Uh, no. Good. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, I don't understand why everyone's ripping uh, Mr. Major. I mean, he's. The yeah. What is it? The last two days, all of a sudden, we got all these rip stand calls coming in. You know, I think they think that they're cool when they're doing it because, you know, you kid around with Stan. Yeah. And that's what you guys do. You guys kid around with each other. You can't hate each other. You go out to dinner on occasion. Well, we sit at separate tables, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, you know, I don't understand why they're ripping them because I think... That well, because the callers on any show, you'll find the majority of them are butt kissers, okay? Yeah. And whoever they're talking to at a given time, they want to ingratiate themselves. Oh, you're so great, but that... And then they feel a better way to ingratiate is to rip somebody else. I mean, is really kissing your butt by saying you're the greatest and so-and-so stinks. You know, it doesn't make any difference who it is. They're butt kissers, that's all. Yeah. Sure. As opposed to somebody like you who's straightforward and honest and, uh, you know, and what are you doing tonight? <laughs> no, only a joke. Only a joke. Well, I'm only joking, too, because I am I doing something. I don't know what, but I'm going to do something. What? I don't know. I'm... Oh, now, this is the kind of caller we like. He's undecided. He wants to go do something. Now, like, what did you have in mind? Did you want to go to the dog track? The dog track's fun. You like that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I bet you've been out with some dogs in your time, right? Um, oh, only around the block. <laughs> Only took them around the block, and yeah. I didn't walk them very long. And they lifted their leg. Yeah, and it was, you know, right on the neighbor's car. Yeah, I've had some dates like that, too. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I, you know, I, I wonder what, you know... Are you right by the fire hydrant. Now, what are you yawning about? See, every time we get a good caller, Linda starts yawning. Like that, like Adam was great on Key Biscayne. Was he a good caller or what? Yeah, I was, you know, I mean... He was good. Most of I'm sorry, I only had four hours. And when he, if he comes in Thursday, I'll let you know how good, okay? Okay. <laughs> that one guy, though, uh... Was a proctologist. He must have been at least 68, not 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's aging rapidly. You know, when you look in too many of those holes, man, I'll tell you, it starts uh, <laughs> affecting, affecting your whole bodily function. Tell, tell Linda. Well, I can tell her myself because yeah. we're all on, online together. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, Christopher for you. He's about six months old, but he's Christopher Michael. And <laughs> I was oh, going to name my son. Wait a minute. That. This guy Are is yeah. this your son? No, it's not my son. Oh, you're not married. I'm not married. No way. Boy. Well, why do you sound so happy about that? That I'm not married? Yeah. Because I'm not married. <laughs> Listen to this guy. I've been close enough to count, and, you know, it's like did everything but walk down the altar, and life is much better by myself. You know, I mean, I can still do things and everything, but, I mean, it's just I don't have to worry about... Okay, well, you don't have to be threatened by this guy. He likes to do it by himself, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to find the right person, that's all. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, well... The right person, it's, you know, I don't have time to go out and look for somebody. I find them, I find them. I'm Let me looking. tell you, you don't look for it. It looks for you. Yeah, it's right. like watch, you know, you never, a pot of water will never boil if you watch it. Well, boy, this is now, now see, you've just redeemed yourself. Linda's smiling for the first time. She <laughs> loves you. She's enchanted with you. That's good. <laughs> uh, I, I sometimes have that effect on... Yeah. She has a weakness for guys who use cliches, I yeah. think. <laughs> and, and I like think cliches are interesting. Yeah, they, do. they are. They're, they're funny how they just, I mean, they're weird. They turn out cliches to be true are, often. They're strange. They, that's, that's why they're cliches, because they turn out to be true. Yeah. Often. Well, listen, it's uh, that time, you know, we got all these commercials here and all this other business, but... Uh, no, but what are you laughing about? We do. I wouldn't <laughs> cut this guy short. He's a great caller. I've I've enjoyed it. This has been the best call. I call you about twice a week, maybe. And, you know, I'll be calling you again. And all right, I want to ask you one question. Now, when you made this call, because we got all these people in here and Linda's here, did you get a certain amount of personal fulfillment from this call? Every time. Every time. Really? Oh, it's, you know, it's, my dad was a disc jockey, and I went out and saw him in his, uh, out years ago out in uh, New Mexico. Yeah. And ever since then, I've had the bug. And, you know, radio fascinates me, and I can, you know, in my mind, I sit there and watch what you guys are doing, you know, with all the buttons and all that other good stuff. It's yeah. Just, you're well, having a great time. Well, maybe we'll have you on the show next week one day. Well, I'll be calling, and, you know, if you invite me over, I, I will show up. I'm a man of my word. I'm not like these other people. Okay. Are afraid. Okay, give me a call. I certainly will now. Bye-bye. Good day. Oh, that was a good caller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we need some new cliches. <laughs> well, we're going to make some up. That's going to be our whole show tomorrow morning. 19 before 1 at WINZ, and let's go for it. Like a friend. Okay, at 16 before 1, we have to interrupt our segment here with Linda just momentarily because I just had a call from one of our regular listeners who was in his car, and evidently there's uh, a real you-know-what on the road there with him. Okay, and a guy has got a sign that he made that says, turn your AM radio to 940. <laughs> okay, and he holds up the sign when he wants to make a dedication to a particular inept driver out on the road. What highway? Does Can it make guess? a difference which one it no, is? No, I think we know. I think the highway can, to nowhere. Yeah, I think we can guess. Which so the know. other uh, jerk in the car who's been doing all of this weaving and whatever else it is that you're doing... If you've found us on the dial, which, of course, may take a long time. And look at this. Stan came in just in time to attack Linda. Isn't that great? Well, listen, when the song is over, we'll let you know what happened. For ye born an asshole.
did you work it your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine. Cause you're an asshole tonight. Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E. And don't you try to blame it on me. considered my la- my laugh a cackle. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Actually, I never really thought of it. <laughs> Linda has a question she wants to ask Stan. Hold <laughs> 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 Now, that just encourages all those uh, pinheads to call and knock me. Yeah, they've been on you the last two days, boy. They're upset with you. You know, yeah, follows, follows Friday's They're sick and tired of Miami Vice. Don't you understand? They don't want to hear about that. They don't want to hear about Don Johnson. They want to hear about Sydney. Uh, what's her name? Is Sydney that my Penny? Penny. Penny. Go ahead. Are ask. you going to play the Don Johnson interview today? <laughs> I hadn't. I hadn't thought about it. But if you want to hear it. <laughs> so I know what can, I do he can is ask I, uh, you if you've melted yet? I'm going to stop. I'm going to uh, stop the cart and uh, interpret everything he's saying. Because <laughs> even Neil didn't catch the bit about... Uh, we I can't talk about that on the radio. Yeah, Lynn didn't catch it either. Yes, I, I heard it. You didn't understand. You know, he's making something out of that already, this man. He says to me last night, seriously, 
I'm telling you, we've got to do something with him before it's too late. <laughs> you know, when we had the guy with the radio on and we were all getting swept away in the sound tunnel, that's yeah. what's going to happen to him with the fantasy tunnel. His whole, he's going to wind up just getting wrapped up in this fantasy and you're never going to see him again. What was that movie with John Stockwell? You notice I remember the name My Science Project? Yeah. Where they found that thing and the, and right. the hippie professor got you know, just disappeared into the air into a fantasy. You know, you notice John Stockwell I mentioned was in that movie. And you didn't, I mention, mentioned you didn't that remember Dennis Hopper. Yeah. No, I don't remember the other people. Right. Now, I did ask a question before about tomorrow and Thursday, which you avoided answering about the young women, whether they were going to call in tomorrow and Thursday when we have the young men on the show. I'm sure they will. You think so? Because we've been getting all ma male callers except one. But we always get male callers. We he get very few women. That's not true. That's not true. No, no that's that? not true. He does have, you do have a few but women. But predominantly that male. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, there are a lot of horny guys out there. We had the lady in the shower call this. Yeah. That was she never call. calls me. That was a great call. Uh, he's all jealous now. Aww. She called this show. She was breathing very heavily. She was great. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Now that Stan came in, Linda's husband left the room. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Stan just kind of slipped right into I the chair. That. I do that to husbands. He slipped right into the chair where mm -hmm. her husband was sitting. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting over there very close mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> pretending to be a little bit aloof like he's not paying any attention. <laughs> She's very attractive. Very attractive. Yes. She has Sydney Penny hair, have you noticed? She really does. Thank you. That is Sydney Penny has hair. <laughs> I'm blushing, I never looked. you can't tell. Well, it was a compliment. Our chest, yeah. Oh, come on. Sydney. Not you, Sydney. <laughs> well, any girl named Sydney, what do you expect? Has got to be very macho. Listen, she's going to play the Virgin Mary, so be careful. It's true. That's true. Oh, my God. Her new movie. Does the Pope know about that? She portrays the Virgin Mary. And wow. Stan, we got the release today. This is the same girl that had this uh, affair with uh, Richard Chamberlain as the priest in Thornbirds, remember? She was in love with a priest. Oh, I know the movie that's coming up. That's the one where Vincent Van Patten plays Christ. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matthew Lesko. Stan, we got the release date on the new Phoebe Cates movie today. Oh, boy. Date uh -huh. with an Angel, November 13th. And the week before, a movie opens up called Sammy and Rosie Get Laid. Now, this is right on the release chart, November 6th. I'm serious. Serious as a heart attack. Listen, uh, Sid uh, Sydney is, is uh, right in my age category. Phoebe's a little old now. Phoebe and friend Brooke are a little old now. Yeah, they're in their 20s. Yeah. yeah. That's a little, uh, you know, that's, you. that's getting up there. Yeah. Well, we know this, Stan. We know Like, like the kids in War Games said, 40? 40? You died at 40? Okay, yeah, we, have, really we have another break to do. Let's do our break, <laughs> and then we can say goodbye to Linda, and then, uh, of course... Say goodbye to uh, me. i got work to do. Yeah. So what he's trying to say is that he's going to slip out of the room when it gets to be 1 o'clock, and you'll have a whole hour before he comes on the air, and he can get to know you a little better. Uh. Okay, it's uh, 12.53 at WYNZ. We'll be right back. I'm at WYNZ. We have only uh, four minutes for Linda to say goodbye to all our fans. <laughs> You're a star now. Don't you understand how That's easy great. it is? It's great. They'll follow you from here till the end of the world. You've got all these guys with their tongues hanging down to their toes. <laughs> I, just, I told a lot of friends that I'd be on today, and None of them I called. thought maybe one would None you of them know, give me a little ring. But... They couldn't get through. They couldn't break through the masses. Oh, there's somebody in a payphone at the airport. Okay, desperate caller. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been waiting for a while. Well, you sound First really of all, desperate. I'd like to tell you, Neil, that... Uh, there's a group of listeners out here that you really didn't know about. Uh, apparently, uh, WINZ is an AM station that broadcasts a medium wave signal, and 
I'm a pilot. I'm at the airport right now. Right. And we tune in the AM station sometimes to get a fix. And uh, there must be at least 60 or 70 aircraft out over the state of Florida to listen to you every day. Unbelievable. A lot of people tune in this uh, radio station to get a fix, sir. <laughs> well, we, we do the same, too, but we're doing it at 10, 15,000 feet. Oh. Uh, at the same time, I did want to say something to Linda before she leaves. I'll bet. Sure. And I, did, and I wanted to actually say it to her husband. I think he's a very lucky guy. From what I've heard, she's a very nice woman. I couldn't agree with you more. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And at the same time, if Linda knows anybody who's interested in a middle-aged pilot about the age of 35, <laughs> I'm available. Well, wait okay. A wait a minute. Middle-aged is not 35. You're still a young guy. Yeah. And don't uh, don't get into that middle-aged stuff, okay? okay? Just remember, life begins to end at 40. <laughs> okay? Um, Good luck to you. Good luck to you, too. How do you like that? They're listening to us up in the sky. What does that tell you? Well, of course, a lot of our listeners are like up know. in the sky, too. Right? <laughs> More like Mars. Well, Linda, thank you so much. How do we thank you? We gave you our uh, WYNZ copy of the, uh, what US is that? U.S. News and World Report. U.S. News and yes. World Report. Is it good The help? Ladies' Home Journal. <laughs> and all those other uh, throwaway Even magazines we got in the mail that we journal. didn't know what to do with. <laughs> but let's not say goodbye, because just let's leave that door open. Because you never know. Maybe Thursday in the middle of the show, just when Adam expects it the least. Maybe Some money might just pop up. Exactly. <laughs> you know, something might pop up on that show. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Why was there that pregnant pause? Is there some special reason for that? It took a second. Yeah, you're a little it slow. It does sometimes. Well, I know you're overwhelmed. You saw the new Phoebe Cates movie coming out. Oh. So, um, yeah. I'll be there. You notice he's wearing his lace shirt today, just like the uh, Cardinal... And his lace pantyhose. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't believe it. Doesn't that look like one of those silk uh, something? Something it's else. It's just a white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Don't read anything in like it. Like you said, you wouldn't turn your head. Okay, there she goes. Linda has been uh, our first celebrity guest today. Bye-bye. And uh, thank you so much. And have a wonderful life. Thank and. You. Uh, don't go to Key Biscayne. Okay, that's going to do it for this hour. I can't believe how fast. Didn't they go by fast? Even if you were falling asleep and nodding off a couple of times, it went by very fast. That's true. And it was great for us. Michael Wolf is here with local and area news headlines. Then we've got the world news from CBS at the top of the hour. And when we come back for one more open hour, when Linda's gone, we're going to rip her in the last hour. No, only kidding. We would never do that to a guest. And uh, then Stan will be along from 2 to 6 this afternoon. And Stan is going to really have some kind of a show today. He's going to start out with you two and the Don Johnson when cut. I thought Trap Go Records couldn't possibly be more tasteless. On a warm April evening, on a train bound for Brooklyn, I met this year accountant. That's right, so it's the Catskill Cowboy himself, Dr. Irving Paycheck, singing the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. You'll hear the accountant. You gotta know how to beat him, know how to cheat him. If you wanna live the good life, keep a second set of books. And who could forget this flavorful cut? Looking for locks in all the wrong places. Looking for locks, I'd buy by the cases. Quality stuff, be sure there's no traces of bones or too much soul. And no collection of old country music would be complete without Dr. Irving Paycheck's dietary classic. I was kosher, 
than Kosher Boz and Cool. Yes, Crapco Records proudly presents the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. Those not Miami moves. To order Nashville hits, dial 1-800-Chutzpah. Dr. Irving Paycheck, because he's got those not Miami blues. Yeah, Okay, all together now, Chutzpah. I, I can't, you can't do, do it. it. I just can't. I can't I roll my Once heart. a goy, always a goy. That's, That's what they exactly say. exactly right. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We sure thank Linda. She was a breath of fresh air, and she was <laughs> a... That expression. It I know. It's another cliche. Well, we're big on cliches today, but she was great. And uh, it took her about five minutes to get Stan's hand off her breast, but uh, <laughs> other than that, no, she was excellent. And we're just hoping that the quality of our celebrity guest continues. Tomorrow we have Carlos. We know Carlos is going to be good. He's going to bring in his labels and, you know, do his work while he's here. Hey, listen, he's got a tough job. And then Thursday, Adam is going to be here in uniform. Oh, the football uniform. Yeah. Or at least part of it. Well, there's no need to wear the lower part of the uniform because when he sits down in the chair, he'll be photographed from the chest up. Anyway, in the yeah, life yeah, anyway, yeah. in the life section of USA Today, cast your vote for Elvis Top Tune. Oh, <laughs> I just love Elvis. <laughs> and all you guys who had sex with Elvis now, don't be afraid to call in. <laughs> this, I mean, boy, you talk about a country desperate for anything. This country is so starved. You know, first it was Ollie North, and then Ollie for president, for king, for Jesus, you know, anything. And now, of course, we've got Elvis. We're bringing him, but it's almost like he's still alive now, you notice? It is like he's you know, still alive. You know, like one more meal, Elvis, you know. But you remember... Just one more pie. Do you Come remember on. what USA Today did last August on his ninth anniversary? They no. ran the picture of Elvis as he would look today. You never saw that? And here's Mark Harmon, you know, who's a washed out. Like I told you, when these guys get like in their mid-30s and they start getting washed out looking, like Don Johnson and Mark Harmon, then everybody says, oh, this is the best looking man in the world. I mean, if Mark Harmon were the best looking guy in the world, I would uh, switch immediately. <laughs> I thought it was Max Headroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's number two. And then, of course, Governor Dukakis of Massachusetts. Of course. And here on page 4D, uh, right next to the article about the rise of the uh, great moments in Dungaree history. What a newspaper this is. Uh, great moments in Dungaree history. Eight, 1983, stonewashed jeans introduced. Wow. 1967, bell-bottom jeans are born. See, now the bad part, the bad part about this whole thing is that when they had cords, see, corduroys were, many years ago, were very big, and then they went out for a long time. And a few years ago, cords came back. Right. And everybody, all the guys, were wearing corduroy jeans. Mm -hmm. Now, I will admit on the air, I have a fetish. In other words, if there's somebody really good wearing cords, I'm probably going to attack him right in the store. I mean, I can't, I just can't. You're serious. I can't restrain my, well, I'm not going to attack him, but I'm just like on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Drooling. Corduroys <laughs> are just, uh, there's something about them. I don't know what it is. I don't either. Cords. Mm -hmm. It says nothing about corduroys that I can see in this uh, history. So again, you know, USA Today jerks you around, pretends to give you, you know, something. <laughs> 1950s, the first zipper jeans are introduced. Oh, That's my exciting. God. I'm curious about those guys that wear those um, with the buttons, you button know, fly, which yeah. are very hard to button and unbutton. <laughs> At times, yeah. No, I'm serious. They yeah, are. I know, I know. Now, what do they do? I guess they just pull them up and down, huh? I mean, I, like when they got to go to the john. I'm not talking about in public, but I'm just talking in general. 
Well, we'll save that for tomorrow. That's going to be our topic with <laughs> Carlos. Yeah, we'll ask Carlos, Carlos puts labels on stuff. Maybe he puts labels on jeans. Mm -hmm. And uh, here are 50 famous Elvis fans picking their noses, <laughs> picking their favorite Elvis hits. I mean, Dr. Joyce Brothers, Billy Idol, Don Johnson. Oh, yeah, isn't that great? Don says, Hound Dog, I was the, I was the bust out. Oh, it was the bust out. I remember it just struck this wild chord in me. There's that word again. Yeah. Phil Everly. You have a long message coming on the screen. Okay. Long. Well, I'm all wrapped up in my USA Today. The message says the, the island queen can't wait till Thursday. He loves a man in uniform and his copies of Power Tool <laughs> and Bigger Than Real Life are in the mail. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, he's another one of those uniform fetish people. Yeah. I know people like that. Yeah, me too. Well, we'll probably get some comment about these first three hours today. We've broken some more new ground here with the WINZ power tool. We've put it in the ground, broken some new ground. Yes. And let's see uh, what the audience says. Cutler Ridge, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. Um, I just wanted to call to thank you for airing the song that I wrote, uh, The Ballad of Jorge. I haven't got a chance. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for sending it. It was great. Uh, thank you very much. Um, again, you were the inspiration for that, and that's uh, all I pretty much have to say. Thank well, you. Well, in fact, we may play it again right now, now that you mention it. Oh, I appreciate it. Okay. All right, you have a nice day. You too. Thanks a lot. Great song. Classic. Headed for the top <laughs> ten. If it ever starts. Here it goes. <laughs> Now let me tell you a story about a town that I once knew. All the folk that lived there were red and white and blue. And the preacher and the doctor were always hand in hand. People spoke in words that we all understand. Now I can't speak to the next guy, but I can't understand how all this degradation can be caused by just one man. It's plain to see that he don't care about the way we speak. And as long as he don't lose his county seat Now there's tension in the air People swearing everywhere When is all this madness gonna end? Put your back against the wall And you better heed the call For Jorge's got the shaft out once again Stop a man from reaming us with hate It all seems fairly easy With a simple twist of fate We pull him out of office And he might understand That America's an English-speaking land Now there's tension in the air People swearing everywhere Now when is all this madness gonna end? Put your back against the wall And you better heed the call Cause Jorge's got the shaft out once again yeah. Here comes good old Jorge once again. Ouch. Hey, Jorge, watch where you're sticking that thing. Ouch. That's what I said to the proctologist yesterday. It's uh, 115 at WINZ. Now, when I do go home, you know, I've got this rash. And it's only a rash. We don't want any ugly rumors. You know, Sonny Fox will be starting rumors. <laughs> and um, why is it that every time she comes up there, I mention Sonny Fox? I can't <laughs> help myself. I never even used to mention his name on the show till you uh, started hanging around. But uh, when I go home, the first thing I'm going to do, seriously, when I get home, I'm going to take a hot sits bath. Can we say that on the air? Jump in that yeah. bathtub. And maybe there's somebody in the audience who'd like to jump in there with me. Anyway, no, it's just a joke. 
Oh, did I you know. say Chris is back in town, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> ask him if he likes bubble bath. Here's the story from Washington that we uh, heard on the CBS News at the top of the hour, and I think that this is going to really stir the kettle, so to speak. Wait till you hear this. Well, when you get on and you start saying these things... Well, bad things happen. <laughs> An administrative law judge at the FCC today denied renewal of RKO General's licenses for 14 radio and television stations, saying the company's dishonesty... <clears throat> is unprecedented for a broadcaster. And playing those songs that, that he plays. In a 75-page decision, Judge Edward Kuhlman wrote that no case ever before decided by this commission presents dishonesty comparable to RKO's. Uh, with the lyrics that are in there, it, it does. It, it's, it's shocking. RKO general <laughs> officials in New York said today they had not seen the decision and could not comment on it until they had read it. RKO can appeal the decision to the commission. It will keep all of its licenses until all appeals are exhausted. I wonder if they do talk-ups in Espanol. <laughs> the stations involved are KHJ-TV, KHJ-AM, and KRTH-FM, all in Los Angeles. Yeah. WHBQ-TV, WHBQ-AM in Memphis, Tennessee. WOR-AM and WRKS-FM in New York. WRKO-AM and WROR-FM in Boston. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that, Jerry? <laughs> WGMS-AM in Bethesda, Maryland. WGMS-FM in Washington. KFRC-AM in San Francisco. WAXY-FM, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Of, uh, ...of social problems or anything else. It's just shock radio. <laughs> WFY... <laughs> Try to control yourself now. It's tough. WFYR-FM in Chicago. The various, the various licenses have come up for renewal over several years. The FCC delayed acting in those instances, giving RKO the opportunity to sell the stations and leave the broadcasting business, which uh, would have been smart. <laughs> but the, the dispute involving RKO has been before the FCC for 20 years. The trouble stemmed from the company's lack of candor in connection with an investigation of its parent company, then known as General Tire and Rubber Company, now GenCorp. Mm-hmm. Wow. When you get on and you start saying these things and playing those songs that, that he plays uh, with the lyrics that are in there, it, it does. It, it's, it's shocking. Well, <laughs> shocking there's, the, there's our immediate news response from over across town up there on the bend in Fort Lauderdale on US-1. <laughs> it's a shocking story. It's a shocking story, right. right? Well, he can do talk-ups in uh, Creole, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that, boy. Stan's really working here feverishly. He worked up into a fever pitch when he saw Linda. Yeah. And he's working feverishly. Now, let's go to Hallandale. This could be Sonny Rosenberg. Hello. No, it's not. I'm sorry to disappoint. It's not even Mrs. Rosenberg. Oh, please. <laughs> the tongue. Hi. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Uh, I really enjoyed Linda. I just wanted to... I'm sorry she left because I wanted to call while she was still there. I'm not one of her friends. I'm just one of your listeners in Hallandale. One of your nice listeners. Of course. Yeah, well, I've called you before. In fact, they sent you that uh, Calvin Klein thing in the mail. Oh, yeah. Mm, great. Okay. But I just, uh, I thought Lindsay was, you know, very good, very entertaining. See, this could be the start of something new and exciting. Instead I of think... having these same old tired guests that show up on all of the shows, you know, and the plant doctor and the nutritionist, we can have real living and breathing people from out in the audience. Right, right. It's a good format, you know. Exactly. But, well, that's 
all I wanted to say. Well, that's all you needed to say. Okay. Thanks a lot. Good day. Okay. Wasn't that nice? Yes. They love us in Hallandale. She actually understood what we did here. I mean, what is that Sonny Rosenberg? No, he looks like a flaming fagola to me, you know? What does he know? A flaming fagola. A bird. Hot past yeah. wanted winds. We'll come right back. Hello. Hello, Neil. There she is, yes. Hello. Buenos dias. How, how are you, my little buttercup? Just wonderful. Yes, I thought it was so nice to hear that lovely voice today on the radio. Yes. Yes, I would so like to meet someone like that to sip juleps with and idle the hours away here <laughs> while I'm waiting for the Pope. So uh, it, it's so tough these days. Just the hours pass so slowly, and I need a nice new by, a, a, a nice young person to come by and help me, but I whittle them away. Did you hear that nubile slipped yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, no, About Bart Heffernan, you mean? What's that? <laughs> no, I didn't pick it up yet. Good. On the opinion page, Mr. Kleinberg, he has a column about Harvey from Kendall. Really? Yes, it takes up, oh, it takes up three quarters of the page, I believe. Uh -huh. This man is racked by a disease of the brain. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And he's a hideous person. He is so ugly staring out there with this, this impish grin on his face. It's just beckoning you to read this, read this. And I, it's just crap, I think. I do think that. Now, Neil, I was, I'm preparing a tape for you. I would like so much. I'm putting together some of my favorite tunes from the past that I would so love for you to play. I think it would bring civility to this city if you would play these things. And I am going to put this together for you. And I'm... I want to. I want to know. I would love to come over and make some juleps for you, and perhaps some guests. Hello. Yes, we're here. Neil. I'm just shocked. I'm. I'm speechless. Well, I'm. I'm checking into that Alzheimer's unit you have on the 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 advertisement. <laughs> time is time is of the essence, and I would so love to be there. You'd be. I think you'd be surprised at, at how much I might really know about things there. I know. For instance, over your right shoulder, there's a man in a gray suit on the wall. Is that right? Correct. Yes, you well, see, I, minute, I you know, have psychic abilities, This Neil. could be Mickey Dane. I can't yeah, no, in, Disguising in disguise, her voice. Yeah. yeah, I should have known it. Yeah, what should you have known? That this was Mickey Dane in drag. Oh, Neil, no, Mickey Dane. She is, she is the concubine of Howard Kleinberg. Both of them. Mental <laughs> <laughs> disease that they have foisted upon this city. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. It is time we go back to our basic roots here of drinking juleps and sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that is what is needed to bring this city back to oh. its feet. But Stan wants to know. Time, Stan days. wants to know Dragon if the Frogs. I'm trying to accomplish something. What we have to do is lock ourselves <laughs> in our homes, close our windows, and close our minds and sleep. Uh, Stan wants to know if the frogs are still jumping with glee in Miami Shores. No, not only are the frogs jumping with, the, with glee, we have a bevy of scared children now because of what Governor, Gr Senator Graham, or President Graham, uh, a few weeks ago rolling about with them on the floor and flicking their, their, all their tiny body parts here and there. Uh, and the world for, for 
what he is doing to their minds in the mind of our future generations. These are our leaders of the future. Governor, Senator Graham has come here and ruined them. So little scat, little worm, scat of, of all adulthood. <laughs> Sending them this way and that way. It's just not right. Children should be allowed to flop freely. They should not be fondled by our senators. <laughs> <laughs> and, as, and as we... The, the, the bird there. The bird? Yes. Yes. Can I, how did you acquire this laugh? How does one come about this? I have tried and tried, and I just cannot. I try to. I practice tackling four or five hours a day, and the police are called on me. I just. I, and you're on the air doing it. What is it? I don't understand the secret of your success. Yeah, well, it's just an amazing world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> it is an amazing. Were you abused by a senator at some early point? <laughs> <laughs> You have that sound. You have the sound of a political criminal. <laughs> There's something awfully strange going on over there. And I hear these filthy tales about these, these ugly, filthy things you have around the room there. It's <laughs> a meat catalog. It's, a, it's some sort of meat catalog you have there opening open on the desk. I, I think it's just shameful, shameful. A meat catalog. Yes. Yes, the kielbasa. Some, oh, I don't know what it is. It's a kielbasa catalog. There it is, right there. The annual yep. to tell you what sort of meats are available in Europe. Oh, that's right. Boy. Well, listen, it sure has always been, uh, you know, exciting to talk to you. And, I, 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 and there's just a, so much deformity these days. I know. Children are being deformed. Have a wonderful life, and um, we'll say hello to the senator for you. I will say hello to the senator. You can expect a, a tape, Neil. Okay. A tape to end all tapes. Okay. And I want to see the julep with you. All right. Buenos dias. Thank you, Neil. Okay, there she goes, Miss Miami Shores. <laughs> In rare form today. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. Now, could this be that kielbasa she was talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it to me. Yeah. On Power that, to On that Jeff Stryker picture. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, you were about to ask me a question, but uh, obviously I made the right choice. Oh, yeah. As always. Yeah. Yes. When I see Miami Shores, believe me, that finger moves fast. I know. Just like Senator Graham. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Senator Graham wasn't here when Chris and Gary were here, right? I, I've decided not to ask you the question. I would rather not. Why? It's okay. Well, I don't know what the answer is going to be. I'm afraid of what the answer is going to be. Now I have to ask Coward. it. Right? Now Senator, I have to go ahead and ask it. You've become so wimpish. You've been hanging out with Major too much lately. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious if when you are out in public and people do come up and talk to you, if they ask you about me, that was all I was wondering. No. They don't? No. Okay. I told you I was afraid to hear the answer. They don't ask you where the bird is? No. Okay. It's an honest answer. Only if I'm in front of like a pet store <laughs> at the Broward Mall. <laughs> and they'll point to the toucan and they'll say, can that be? And I'll say no. No. no he's home. He's in his own cage. Okay. All right. Well, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, two things. One thing I'm calling on Stan's uh, defense. Please. Okay. There are some things on his show that you just don't offer that I think is much better. The news updates. The news updates? They're much better in the afternoon. Okay. And he has great commercials. Right. Okay. Also, well, listen, I've got a tape of that Butch Beer commercial. You what? I have a tape of the Butch Beer. Oh, yeah. That's the one that uh, some people are getting hysterical about. Oh, 
it's good. I haven't heard it. No, I haven't either. I can send it, but this disc jock from uh, KGR cut into the last part of it. From what? KGR Palm right, Beach. Yeah. KGR. WKGR. Maybe. What Whatever. is that? I only listen to Zeta 4, so it doesn't... Well, that's good. We like that. You're our kind of caller. Oh, am I? Oh, that's the nice. Broken radio. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I want to know something about Stan, though. Ask Stan for me if he holds Don Johnson's picture up with one hand, or does he save time and actually maybe uh, tape it to the bathroom wall? You know, I always have wanted to ask him, but I'm afraid he'll give me a serious answer. If Don Johnson, you know, were stupid enough and desperate enough, which he's not. No, seriously. Though. No, no, wait a minute. Listen to me. If Don Johnson were foolish enough to come to Stan's home, okay, and climb those two flights of stairs to the third floor, which he would never do. No. Um, what would he do with them? You know, I mean, he, what, what would he do if he hopped in the sack with Don Johnson? What would he do with them? That would be the end of his street career, I'm Boy. sure. I, I think every time it comes on, he probably has to change his underwear. I don't know. Maybe he wears a diaper to save time, but yeah, I know but my uh, my girlfriend, she also is uh, in love with the guy. I don't watch the show, and every time it comes on, she gets all excited, and I run into the bedroom and say, here, let me get you a new pair of underwear. I'm sure you're going to need them. Well, see, that's your problem. You should run to the bedroom and give her something else, not the underwear. Yeah. That's well, why I don't she's... look like Don Johnson. I can't stand to wear shoes without socks. I don't like socks. Since I've been in Florida, I almost never wear socks. Up north, you'd never think of not wearing socks. But here, you just don't wear socks here. It's just not the thing to do. No, no I seriously. All, all kidding aside. Okay, let's get serious. All right. Stan Major is a great guy. He's great looking. He's one hell of a talk show host. And I thank the world of him. Okay? Okay, well, he'll be over at about uh, 6.30. <laughs> I'm not finished yet. Okay. Tell him this time I don't want to check. I want it in cash. Okay. All right? It's in the mail. Thanks a lot. Hey, what's that tape, by the way? Yeah. Is it uh, arable? I mean, is it good I can qual- send you the tape, but yeah, it is. Well, the Butch Beer? Yeah. It depends. <laughs> if they played it, why can't you? Oh, yeah, they played it, but I read in a very famous newspaper in the Weekly News that there are some people very upset about it. Well, that's life. I mean, somebody's I mean, going to be upset about anything anybody does anyway. I mean, geez, you know, you, what's the difference? Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Well, I'll send it if you'll play it. Okay, I'll, I'll you'll promise. You'll have to the end and put your own because he cut in before it was over. He well, that's realize. all right. We'll just play. Uh, maybe we'll get him a job, you know, get him out of Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. Boy, that's exciting. We're going to have the Butch Beer thing. I haven't heard it. Now, if there are people at the Weekly News listening, I don't want to get them upset because they sent me those big glossy pictures yep. of Jason Tom Howell C. Thomas Howell mm-hmm. from the uh, Hitcher yep. and Jason Gedrick from Heaven right <laughs> <laughs> you're still cherishing those aren't you well especially the one <clears throat> well, yeah. the, the picture of Tom Howell was okay it was good I mean these were really quality Hollywood photos glossy Color. these are the kind that Stan would take to the Photoshop and have enlarged like to cover that whole wall over there oh yeah he does, by the way. I'm serious. You think that I'm joking. He has the... I don't know where he gets these pictures. Although he does have that camera that he brought in here. Yeah. But, um, like, almost I at know. least twice a week. I'm not making this up. <laughs> twice a week. Well, uh, let's go by the Broward Mall. And even if you don't want to go in, uh, you know, right between Jordan Marsh and Sears where there's the <laughs> mall entrance, there's a... Um, no, you don't know. You don't go to the Broward I don't live up there. Well, at any rate, there is a Photoshop right inside the door, yeah. and I'll park out by Jordan Marsh, and I'll, he'll zip in there, and he'll come out, and he'll have all these big... They're not nude or anything, right? but they're these enormous enlargements that he has made Oh yeah. of these pictures of young ladies. Yeah? Young ladies, yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, Stan, this afternoon, thanks to the... Not 
right to life because the caller admonished me yesterday. Not the anti-abortion crowd like Dr. Heffernan. Uh, he's going to have a group of female fetuses on his show this afternoon. It's going to be incredible. He's going to be interviewing. Unbelievable. Trolling for... What are these? Just But these pictures he no, has they're not large. that young. They're young. But the pictures he takes in the Broward Mall, is that what you're saying? No. Oh, you think, in other words, I would walk around with him while he's got his camera? Well, I'm asking. Standing in that tree inside the mall with his arms there like a gorilla, like <laughs> appearing. Oh, if you could have seen that. That was worth a million dollars if you could have seen that picture. You know, I'm, I'm walking along, and all of a sudden I realize that he's mesmerized somewhere, and I turn around, and there he is, like like a perfect pervert, you know, standing in the bushes, you know, looking through the tree and just hanging on the limbs, panting with his tongue down to his puppet. You know, it was, it was great. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're going to be having uh, a former I-95 jock on next week uh, when Chris and Gary come back from Mississippi. But, um, <laughs> some wild things went on in that FM, um, what do they call that room? That's not FM production. What do they call that real, the one where the tea lady? The, uh, oh, no, the tea lady did, that was FM production. Now, the other room across the atrium is Over the, here. Dub, the FM dubbing room. The dubbing room? Yeah. But that's where they got all the good equipment in there. Yeah. Well, also in production, too. The, the, the FM production Well, room. somebody used to work on I-95 thought it was the rubbing room, <laughs> not the dubbing room. <laughs> or maybe you could put them together like rub-a-dub-dub, because -dub, little kids like those, you know, with their little ducky in the uh, mm -hmm. bath. The room you and I cut the commercial <clears throat> in, that's the FM production And every time room. I would walk down the atrium when I used to work at night, there'd be these little guys coming out of the dubbing room. It was really incredible. Look Young at, guys. Well, not a little, like 12 and 13. Wow. Yeah. Boy, this building. And I said, hey, what are you guys doing, auditioning for Menudo? <laughs> 11 before 2 at WYNZ AM, not to be confused with anything else or any place else anywhere in this building, and we'll come right back.